a special podcast for you for Halloween. You know, since we've been sharing all your ghost stories this Halloween season. Yeah, the best real-life ghost stories that we've had and shared this year. All for you together, if you can handle it one spot right now. <laughs> back to back. We've had a lot of people say, you know, it may sound crazy, and I just want you to know that I believe you. If you're going to call us and tell us something like this is significant in your life, I do believe you. Oh, um, and, I do too. And when we don't, um, we're not able to get to every single call. If it's busy or whatever, it rolls over to voicemail. So, yeah, we check the voicemail. In fact, let's do some of that now. Hi, um, my grandson was about three years old when we moved in, and he started talking to the ceiling, and I mm. asked him why. And he pointed up at his fan and said, guys. We lived right across the street from Brancus National Cemetery, so I could just imagine who it was he was talking to. Mm. But after that, he kept asking us to set a plate at the table for an imaginary friend. Mm. (laughs) So um, that's our ghost story for the day. Y'all have a great one. Thank Thank you. you. I love it. Thank Thank you for leaving the voicemail. I love that. Yeah. As long as the kid's not scared. Sam's the only one that questions on occasion okay Okay. (laughs) let's check some more hi i have a ghost story for you um i was sitting on the couch with my dog and you know how children are very perceptive to spirits or Mm -hmm. people my dog started growling and i Mm. couldn't understand why and then i smelled this odor very pungent Mm. in it reminded me of my ex-husband, and I said, if this is you, leave, don't ever come back. Mm-hmm. And three days later, I found out that he had passed away on that exact day. Oh, I love you what? guys. I really enjoy listening to your show. Thanks for all you do. Wow, thank you for the voicemail. What, what are you laughing at? So so the, the dog smelled the ex-husband, too. Yeah. yeah just I mean, it kind of reinforces it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, dogs have a very heightened sense of smell. What's up, Jimmy? <laughs> okay, look, thank you for that. This is, this is why freaky. they don't bring Sam on those shows that you see on the Discovery Channel. You know? Actually, you're the one that needs the most convincing, it sounds like, Sam. About 15 years ago, my ex-wife and I rented a house just outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Mm. After moving in, I did a little research and found out that it was actually a field hospital after the battle for soldiers as they were retreating. Really? We used to have... Halloween parties and parties on a regular basis. The first party we had, one of my friends that I worked with came back in asking, who's Chester? And I had no idea what he was talking about. Turns out he was outside on the back deck of the house and heard someone calling for Chester. Now, if you've ever been to Gettysburg, a lot of the houses still have about a quarter mile to half a mile between them. So there were no neighbors that were out yelling for anybody or anything like that that we could discern. About three months later, we had another party for July 4th. And we came back, and my ex-mother-in-law, who had no type of sense of humor that anyone was aware of, <laughs> came in back off the back deck again, asking if we had a friend at the house named Chester because she heard someone calling for Chester. This probably happened six to eight times in mm. the year and a half that my ex-wife and I lived in this field hospital. So we never did find out who Chester was, if Chester existed, but we did talk to the neighbors who reported other strange things in their homes that were from the same era. 
Uh, We're still kind of wondering who Chester was at this point in time and if he was a Civil War soldier that never quite got to leave. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Or Thank he you left. for leaving us the voicemail. <laughs> he left wow. because everybody's looking for him. The ex-mother-in-law who had no sense of humor. <laughs> as far as anybody could tell. <laughs> okay. You guys are oh, <laughs> Thank you. Um, Harley, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little bit weird. I haven't ever called into a radio station before, but okay. I've been listening to y'all the past couple of days, so uh-huh. I figured I'd share a story that I don't remember, but what I've been told for forever since I was young. Okay. So, so when I was two and a half, my mom was pregnant with a set of twins, and unfortunately, one was stillborn and the other one was made it for a couple of hours and ultimately passed away as well. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, always around Halloween, and she swears it's true, tells anyone who will listen the story that happened a little bit later when I was around four. One day, I was sitting in my playroom, and my grandmother said she heard me talking and just giggling and playing, like, pretend mm. play, she assumed, like little kids do. Sure. And she walked in, and she thought I was talking to imaginary friends. And she asked me who I was playing with, and I said, oh, my sisters are here. We're having a tea party. Oh. Uh. <laughs> And my grandmother said that still to this day, she gets chills, and she just kind of walked away. She didn't know how to sure. deal with that. She was a very religious woman, and she didn't believe in spirits or anything. Right. So she just kind of let it go. My mom says that every day at the same time that I say I have to go play with my sisters and have a tea party, and I would set up three little placemats on my little picnic table, oh. and I would sit in there, and I would talk, but not respond to myself that... Mm. I would pause and listen and then giggle like someone was talking to me. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Halloween that year. Yeah. And then later at Thanksgiving, my mom asked me what I was doing, mm-hmm. and she heard me crying in my playroom. And mm-hmm. she came in to check on me, and she was like, Harley, what's wrong? And I was like, my sisters told me that they couldn't come to Thanksgiving with us, that they had to go back to heaven. Oh, oh Wow. So I have no memory of this, but yeah. everyone swears it's true. Yeah. You believe it, though, don't you? Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. And it's lovely. It's not, I mean, I'm sure it upset your grandmother, but it's still lovely, I yeah. think. Oh, yes. I find it very comforting. And it's mm. funny because I have no memory of it, but sure. I have memories of my sisters, which don't make any sense because it's not like they were ever alive right. to make memories with me. Right. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I figured y'all would enjoy it. So yeah, I definitely. Thank you, Harley. I love it. I'm so glad you called us. Call us anytime, okay? I will. Y'all have a great day. You too. Rachel, you got one for us? I do. First okay. of all, I want to say thank you guys for being there. Um, I listen to you every morning. You make me laugh. You make my morning. So Aww, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> okay, thank you. So is your story sweet or kind of scary? It's kind of it's spooky to me anyway. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so I I was driving home from my ex boyfriend's house. Mm. Oh, already spooky. In the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and he lives in the country. And I would normally talk to him on my way home to kind of keep myself awake. Yeah. Because um, it was like an hour drive. Mm-hmm. So I'm passing this field on my right, and all of a sudden I see this elderly woman walking like inside the white line Mm. so i had to swerve my car to avoid hitting her yes and i can remember very clearly what she was wearing she had like a sweater green sweater draped over her shoulders and um she was walking with a cane and um i looked in my rearview mirror and then she was gone Mm. and i I wasn't sleep deprived anything like that right um so i called my boyfriend at the time 
or tried to, and I didn't have cell phone reception. Of course. And like I said, I would normally talk to him on the way home, so I was like, huh, this mm. is weird. And then come to find out later, there was a plane crash that happened in that field mm. where a family died. Oh, so, really? uh <laughs> Yeah, I didn't sleep well that night. <laughs> no, and you remember her clearly. <laughs> she was completely there, yeah. Wow, that's freaky. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing that with us. Man. I mean, I was freaked out before. I would have thought it was a ghost. If I looked in my mirror, if somebody just passed and didn't see him, I'd be worried. Uh-oh, yeah. wait, what did I just do? While she was alone. That would be my thing. I would want somebody to see it with me. If oh. I have a freaky experience, okay. I need it to be shared. You know what? A dash cam. That's why. That's another reason to have a dash cam. No, that's another good reason for a, a piece of electronics, Hummer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll see some ghosts. Of course, when you played the dash cam, dash cam back, there might not have been anything yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Right? It'll just be an orb. Amanda, what's yours? Um, about four years ago, I was pregnant with our first child, mm-hmm. and I was eight mm-hmm. months pregnant when we moved into our new house mm-hmm. that we um, had looked for for a long time. Yeah. And shortly after we moved in, my daughter, our daughter was born, Clara. Nice. And, you know, when you have a newborn and an infant, you're up all night doing feedings and yes. falling back to sleep and feedings and falling back to sleep. Right. Periodically, when I would be in her nursery rocking her back to sleep, I would hear heavy footsteps coming down the hallway. Mm. And um, But no one would ever come to the nursery. So I started telling my husband, you know, I'm sorry I woke you up last night. You know, were you coming to check on me and just decided not to? And he said, no, absolutely not. I was sound asleep. Right. This happened periodically for about eight months until Clara finally started to sleep through the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I vividly remember... When she finally started to sleep through the night, I woke up one night, and in our bedroom next to our bed was the baby monitor that had a video camera on Oh, my gosh. And in the middle of the night, I woke up as if she had been crying. But Mm -hmm. when I woke up and looked at the baby monitor, she wasn't crying. She was asleep. Mm -hmm. And in the glow of the baby monitor was this old woman's face. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. But thing, though, about it was it Mm -hmm. was not it was sure. kind of comforting. I've sure. never seen this woman before, whether in person or right. in pictures. She was made very, put up very well. Her hair was nice, like mm-hmm. she had just been to the salon. Right. And all she was doing was just staring. She was expressionless. Yeah. So really? it didn't scare me at all because at first I'm like, oh, it's the old lady who's been walking, walking. around, checking yes. on my baby when she cries. And now that she's sleeping through the night, she has nothing to do. Right. <laughs> she wanted to be around babies. She we- likes babies. <sighs> and here's, okay. the, here's the thing why. It's not just because it's Halloween while I'm thinking about this, but my husband and I are expecting again. Mm. Oh, congrats. So I wonder if the old lady's going to come back when number two comes along in June. <laughs> are you in yeah. the same house? <laughs> we are in the same house. And we've not experienced anything since that. I think... There's something up to it that they can, these spirits or whatever, can somehow interact with the babies mm-hmm. effortlessly, which is why we hear about this so much. Yeah. And that is Claire very has sweet. never spoken about a woman or anything in the house, so sure. I really feel that she is at peace and has moved on, or mm-hmm. she's just waiting for number two to come along. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Amanda, and let us know. You have one, Mary? Yeah, my um, 28-year-old son, he passed um, two and a half years ago mm-hmm. this oh. last Sunday. Oh. And it was it was an illness. But he, he visits us frequently. He visits me. He visits my daughter. And he leaves my exercise ball 
that I sit on at my desk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll come home and it's on my couch, it's on my bed. Oh. I always prep my coffee in the morning and I don't have a timer on my coffee pot and yeah. I'll wake up and my coffee will be ready to go. It's already brewed and everything. Wow. Um, my, my granddaughter has seen uh, him. She points and says Dado because his name was David. Yeah. And How? she'll point and say Dado. And How old was he? His, uh, he was 28. He was 28. His best friend was in a severe, very severe, he almost died, motorcycle accident in California where he lived. Mm-hmm. And he said he was laying in the street and he felt someone pick up his upper body and hold him, but nobody was there. Oh, wow. Yeah, you... and it's not scary stuff, but right. it's kind of refreshing spiritual things that, you know, they're still with us. They're still by our side, keeping their eye on us and protecting us. Is it almost, is it every day? No, because he visits different people, members of the family at different times. Yeah. Oh. And we all share our stories and it's things that can't be explained, just that it's David just letting us know that he's still here and he's still with us. And I I actually live in a home that my friends built for their mother and her mother passed. Mm -hmm. And I will hear them conversing. It's like a distant voice, Mm -hmm. voices of an older lady and a younger gentleman. And then it finally hit me that I recognized the voice and it was my son. Yeah. And I know it sounds weird and freaky to a lot of people, but it is. I mean, it just is what it is. I don't happening. Yeah. Refreshing and it's healing. I don't think it matters how it sounds to other people. You know, it just doesn't. This is the kind of story that we really like to hear. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Of course. Thank you, Mary. Call us anytime. Thank you. Thank you, dear. We're sorry for the loss, but man, wow. incredible. Yeah. Keep your your ghost stories coming. You have one, Dawn? Yes. Um, when my daughter was two, we were living on post and we'd leave the glass screen door open. So my daughter would always um, go over there and she she was talking, so one day I asked her, I said, Megan, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. She said, the man at the door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what man at the door? And uh, she said, he's right there. So I went, and I got kind of freaked out because I opened the door, and he was there was no one there. Right. Mm. So I said, Megan, there's no man at the door. And she said, yes, there is. He's right there. And so I kind of thought it was just her imagination. Sure. But then... It happened, you know, maybe one or two more times. And my mom's friend just happened to be, I I don't want to say a psychic, but she could do readings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I happened to ask her, and she said, because she's so young, she doesn't know what to believe and what not to believe. Mm -hmm. So so these souls come to the children instead. And it just sounded weird anyway, but she was telling me that. She said, just tell her to tell him to go away. Well... And she said, I did. Well, we were going on a road trip, and she um, was talking again. And I was like, Megan, who are you talking to? She said, the man. Mm. And I said, what man? She said, the man at the door. And I said, he's with us? And she goes, yeah, he's right here. <laughs> and that, freak, yeah. Yeah, that freaked us out, too. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, okay. So we tried to change the subject and things like that. Well, on the way back, he was there again. Mm. And so I talked to my friend my mom's friend again, and she said, just make sure she tells him to go away and not come back. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a few weeks later, and she um, she never talked about him again, and we never brought it up because <laughs> we didn't want to put it in her mind. But right. 
I never thought about it being so tricky because you want to know yeah. everything you possibly can know, but not alarm your daughter right. any more than... Yeah, her. that was creepy. How old uh-huh. is she now? She's 18. Okay, she this, remembers. Wow, really? that was my question. Whoa, so she yeah. remembers. Well, thank yeah, you, Dawn. That's a good, scary one, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for sharing it with Got one, Tammy. What's yours? My daughter and grandchildren moved in with us. Uh, it's been about a year and a half ago now. Mm-hmm. Moved out since. But my oldest granddaughter at the time was four. Mm-hmm. And they had been there a couple of weeks. Um, my mom, she had passed away in 2007 mm. um, from cancer. And my mom, she would get invited to different churches. You know, that's what she did my entire life. She would go to different churches and sing. Oh, yeah. And my granddaughter, after a couple of weeks of being there, we were sitting in the living room, and my granddaughter just out of the blue, she says, my mammy sings to me. Oh. And my mom had been dead long before she was ever born. Right, right, right. my daughter and I, we looked at each other, we're Mm. like, what did she just say? Right. So I asked her, I said, say that again? She says, my mammy, she sings to me. She comes in my room and she sings to me at night. Mm. Oh my gosh. Did you ask what she said? And our hair just stood up. Right. We were, I mean, we were happy. Mm-hmm. We asked her a few weeks later, yeah. does Nanny still sing to you? Uh huh. She comes to me in my room and sings to me at night. Oh my gosh. Did you ask what she sings? Um, I did not. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to. I should have. Well, no, yeah. it's okay. It was just comforting. Yeah. You know? It'll be interesting as she grows up. To see, you know, when that stops happening, but if she'll remember it. Like, when she's 13, it may not happen for her anymore, but she may remember it from when she was a child, a younger child. I hope so. Yeah, we look, if it makes you feel any better, we do these ghost stories like this every year, and we get the grandma story almost every time. Not exactly, but grandparents that comfort their grandchildren that they otherwise couldn't have seen. Yeah. Right. Well, Tammy, does she... uh... She does it with your granddaughter, but does she ever come to you? I have never seen her. Yeah. I have yeah. not. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel her all the time. There sure. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about her. Right. You know, and I know. <laughs> it's okay. And I know she's there. Yeah. I feel her all the time. I think that it may be because you're not a child anymore. There's something about the children. Right. Something about the openness of being a child. Right. What a beautiful story. Yeah. Oh. Tammy, thank you for sharing it. I want to hear these kinds more than the other, you know, more than anything scary. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Tammy. Okay, Angie, what's your real life ghost story? Okay, uh, my daughter worked for a janitorial service whose home office was in an 11 story building that was built in 1929. Mm-hmm. She told me about this creepy little tricycle that was always in the <laughs> basement, old-timey. Oh, stop it. Of course. I mean, I can hear it squeak yeah, when you say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the second floor, there was a real, there is a really big, um, ornate, old-timey ballroom. It's beautiful. So there was no um, electricity on that floor. Mm. And it had three elevators, one of which was completely out of commission, and one of the other two was always acting strange and they weren't supposed to come until you called them but this particular one was always moving around Uh one night she had forgotten her keys so she went down there at 11 o'clock at night and of course the creepy elevator is already doing its thing it's moving everywhere and she's like oh man Mm. so she goes on in she pushes the button 
and she waits and she waits and it's taken particularly long mm-hmm. for the elevator to come and finally of course the creepy elevator comes <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's like oh no i'm not even going to do this because it would randomly stop at different floors that you didn't push the button for oh and gosh. more times than not which it, means people are getting on, on that you can't see <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah well actually more times than not it would stop on that second floor where mm-hmm. there was no electric where it was dark yeah Ugh. And she has my granddaughter with her, who was like three at the time. So she's coming back down, and of course, it stops on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And when the doors open, this little creepy tricycle that was always in the basement was right in front of the door of the elevator. That's just and right out of a Stephen King story. Yeah, yeah that's the shining right there. Yeah. yeah, and that's not the kicker. Here's the kicker. I'm telling the girls at work about this story, mm-hmm. and they want to see this tricycle. And I tell my daughter i'm like okay next time you go down there during the day take a picture of this tricycle yeah and so a couple days later she goes down there during the day she jumps off the elevator takes snaps a couple pictures and goes on or whatever and she sends me these pictures Mm -hmm. and then a little while later she's like but mom what's that in the picture bottom left corner Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there's an arm at first when you look at it it looks like some creepy claw or something but when you blow it up and look at it it looks like a little girl's arm that's Mm. turned up sideways Mm. reaching for that tricycle it looks like she has on you know those old dresses with the puffy sleeves and then on the bottom around the wrist it was tighter Uh that's what it looks like and i have sent you guys that picture on facebook Okay. Oh my gosh! Right. Okay, we're on. We're looking at. We're gonna look at that right now. Right. Thanks, Andy, for sharing. How you doing, Mark? I am doing good. I am doing good. Sweet. I got a good little ghost story for you. Okay, right. let's do it. All right. Well, uh, this happened several years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10, 12 years ago. My wife and I were driving down. Mm-hmm. We were driving down the road. It was pretty late at night. It was about mm-hmm. twelve, one in the morning. Mm-hmm. And my wife noticed a girl standing on the side of the road. She was really close to the highway. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. girl looked like she had been thrown out of a car. I mean, she was what? disheveled. Oh, my gosh. She had a pink jacket on that looked like it was ripped. Her hair was a mess. She was mm. in a green backpack. The baby. And my wife screamed, oh, my God, look at that girl. Right. Well, I looked at her, and I thought, why is she so close to the road? It was dangerous. Yeah. And it was really late. So my wife started telling me, get off the road, help that girl. Yes. Well, the next exit was O'Connor. I couldn't really get off the road, but we were looking at her in the mirror. We kept saying, and my wife was really upset that nobody was stopping to help the girl. Mm-hmm. She kept telling me, why don't those cars stop and help her? So I pulled off the road as quickly as I could. We turned around, and she was gone. Huh. So we looked for her for half an hour. Oh. We drove up. I got out of the car. We looked in the grass. We went to the gas station. There was a gas station out there. That was the only thing that was out there at that time. Oh. And um, we never found her. Never found her. Did you ever but try driving back day, there again at night? Like, Oh, we, we do all the time. And to this day, to this day, every time I'm in the car with someone, it's late at night, around the same time. They always tell me to get the heebie-jeebies in that area. Really? Every time we drive by. Yeah. And... I don't say anything. It's like, just like, mm, mm. but it's it's just a feeling you get in yes. that same area. You know, you time. can trust those heebie-jeebie feelings. <laughs> I believe. I believe that's called trusting your gut. That's exactly right. The heebie-jeebies never lie. Right. Oh my gosh, that's a good one, Mark. Scary. So mm. you both saw this girl, though. Oh yeah, we both saw her. We still talk about it to this day. We both saw that girl. Of course. We know exactly what she looked like. Wow. We knew exactly what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. Mark, by chance, was she eating Eggo waffles? Oh, stop. <laughs>
You know, I didn't get a chance to notice that. I'm not sure if you are. Uh, okay, just making sure. Great story. Thank you, Mark, for telling us. Thank you for bringing Stranger Things into it, Sam. How grateful <laughs> is Ego Waffles for Stranger Things right now? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, how grateful. Ashley, you have one? Yes, I do. Um, my husband lived with his grandparents, and they, have, they live in an old two-story house. Mm. And one evening, um, his grandma had made dinner, and... Um, she saw her husband walk through the house, and she said, dinner's ready. And he just kind of looked at her and kept on walking. And um, later on, he came back in the house, and she said, I told you dinner was ready. And he's like, I didn't talk to you. And she said, yes, you did. And he said, no, I did not. <laughs> and they found out later on that there was a man that lived there many years ago that looked very similar to his grandpa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they think that that was his ghost that had walked through the house. Oh, huh. so he looked like him. And yeah, they, because she, like, talked to him. He was on, like, the other side of the kitchen. Like, mm-hmm. she barely saw him, you know, when he walked through the first time. Okay. So they think that it was his. You know, because husbands also- and wives sometimes halfway talk to each other. That's so true. <laughs> you know, when you live with somebody right. and you yeah. halfway pay attention. <laughs> if that. Well, and then my husband also, he slept upstairs. And um, he all the time felt someone sitting on the edge of his bed, but he was always too chicken to turn over and look because it just didn't feel right. And the door made a lot of noise whenever you came upstairs, so he knew no one had walked up there. And then they had an old milk barn, too, and they could see people every once in a while. Like, they'd look out there, and it looked like someone was walking back and forth. But it wasn't, like, a full person, but it looked like somebody, if that makes any sense. Yeah. They still, whenever I go out there, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So you still go to this house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. they still live there. They live there forever. Oh. I've never stayed the night there, though. I'm there you thinking. go. It's always the big old houses. Yeah. Yeah, you can almost write the script from that one. Two-story <laughs> old house. Right. It's, the house is like 125 years old yeah. or something. It's there you go, right house. there. Yep. Apparently, spirits feel very comfortable in old places, not new developments, ever. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, Ashley. Appreciate the call. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing good. I listen to you guys all the time, and I finally built up the courage to give you a call. <laughs> the well, courage? You. Okay. <laughs> What's up? So, <laughs> um, so, I have this ghost story. I used to live in a, a house that was, if the basement wasn't built out of bricks, it was built out of, like, that was like mason together yeah mm-hmm. and they had like latches latches for the doors it was it was crazy i know that it wasn't a lot of people tried discouraging me by saying oh no you're asleep because it happened a lot when i was sleeping well there was one time when i was actually throwing my clothes in the hamper it was in the there was an attachment to the kitchen mm-hmm. and as i was throwing my clothes in the hamper i turned around and i saw a black shadow duck behind the countertop Ugh. and the only way out was through the kitchen yeah and so I was frozen there for probably about 30 seconds, and then I just, I was 10 years old at the time, at the time so oh. I just, I ran as fast as I could straight to my parents' bedroom. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> 10 years it was old. Scary. Okay, so anything else? Or is that, was well, that? Well, there was multiple. Really? There was a lot of instances. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my dad was sleeping on the couch one time, woke up, and he saw like a shadow being casted out of the bathroom, almost like flames were, ca- were, shadowed, were uh, cast in the shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... He walked over there, and when he got to the door, there was no, the only light that there was was the uh, the bathroom light, but mm-hmm. he could have sworn that he saw, like, the flames. So I, I did some research now that I'm older, yeah. and uh, it turns out that there was a gentleman that died with a child in the house from a fire. Oh. So it, oh. A, lot, a lot of creepy things happened in that house.
no kidding. Now this was this house wow. is not in your family anymore. No, no, actually it got tore down. Um, okay. Because- yeah. So what? See, when huh. that kind of thing happens to a house that gets torn down, that's old like that, where there are stories like that, it makes you wonder what happens to those yeah. things, those spirits. Are they still there? That kind of stuff, right? right. Do they scatter? Yeah. Bone chilling sometimes. You want to remember it now. Well, look. Thank you for calling. It's a pleasure listening to you guys. I listen to you every morning on the way home. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate that. You know, as we remember from the movie Poltergeist, even tearing the house down doesn't fix anything. Ooh, that's right. That's you got to get rid of the TV. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Oh, my gosh. Am I really on air? This is so cool. Oh, yes. my gosh. So, do you have a, a scary ghost story? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Okay. So, my husband and I have been married for 18 years. And mm-hmm. when we first got married, uh, it was about a year after we rented a house. Um, we live in Virginia. So, there's a lot of old Confederate type mm-hmm. houses that used to be different things back uh, in the Civil War. Oh yes. We rented a house. It was a two story house. Mm-hmm. It had been an old Civil War hospital at one point. Oh, and we didn't know. Oh, nope. yeah. Hold on a second. I gotta sit up straighter for <laughs> yeah. this. Stop right there. No, no, don't stop. I'm just gonna yeah. prepare myself. I'm sit holding on tight. Huh. Yeah. Um, my husband is very big into ghosts, like he can go into buildings or houses or whatnot and tell sort of if there's something there. So when um, we moved in that Christmas, um, our tree was up, and one morning, about 2 o'clock in the morning, it fell over mm. in the middle of the living room for no apparent reason. That, that That's weird. And Yeah, and, and then sad. the main one, mm-hmm. um, my husband was in bed one morning uh, with his back to the door, and I had already left for work, so he heard someone coming up the stairs and opened the bedroom door. And so he thought it was me that I was coming back because I forgot something. Sure. And he started to roll over, and he could tell, like, by his head that there was, like, a little boy. Ooh. And when he went to look at it, it made some kind of funky, like, noise and then just, like, Ugh. ran out. Uh, what? Uh, uh, uh-uh. There had originally been a blood stain on the floor, mm. and the people that owned the house put carpet over top of it, and uh, the blood stain uh, would come through the carpet. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 did you try to clean, clean it? it? Yeah, it, it was. It's pretty, pretty intense. How long did you live there? Probably yeah. a year. Pretty, pretty weird. Pretty <laughs> yeah. creepy. All right, it's always with the old house. Thank yeah. you, Kim. Oh, you're welcome. I love your show. I listen every morning. We appreciate that. That is crazy. It's creepy. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.